one, one or two, one or three, one or four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako. Aloha. Welcome to Mana Bounce Podcast powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani David. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha kako. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is don't adapt to mana. Influence mana. So mana for us is energy or essence. Our focus is am I easily influenced? And the way we want to engage is do I influence easily or am I influenced easily? What's what's an example of that? Let's talk about influence as manipulation and influence as inspiration. So those are our things to think about today because influence is an interesting word. I guess it depends on the intention. What's your thoughts on that? I can be influenced on what to eat, but then I know exactly what I want to eat. So it's easy for me to be like, "Mm, I like steak. And no, put mushrooms on top. (laughs) And then sometimes you get influenced by looking at somebody do something and you're wondering, right? We have all of these influencers on social media nowadays, right? Social media influencers who are like breaking the bank because they're having conversations in their everyday life about things that are going on in and around their lives. And people want to be like that as a result. Is that a good version of influencing? Or is that like the materialistic side of the influencer? Kind of where my thoughts kind of go when we look at, at when it comes to mana. I'm I'm really greedy when it comes to mana. My mana. Because it's intense and it's I have to be careful about how I appropriate it or offer it or let it go to people. And so... I don't, I don't really think about influencing people when it comes to my own because I, I hope that I'm safekeeping it for myself and for, for my immediate ohana who deserve it, who should be receiving it on the day. And that's where my mana goes. It goes to my ohana, to my, my honestly, to my, my sum of five, those people who are very near and dear to my heart that provide that unconditional space of, of aloha. My man, I'm greedy about who exactly <laughs> kind of gets some. Uh, as far as influencing, I don't know if I'm an, inf- I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm an influencer about things. I just know what I like. Um, I see a lot of things though, sis. I'm not going to lie. When, I, when we're having conversation and you do new things and I'm like, you influence me. I'm like, oh, maybe I want to try that. You know, jumping off the building at first, like, no, don't influence me to do that. I don't want to do that. But in hindsight and thought, when I process the thoughts about why you don't want to do that, Kulani, it's really about me and being afraid of heights. And how can I overcome this fear? I got to do what you did because, Heather, you afraid of heights too. So if you can do that and be safe in that space, and I know that you would provide the safety net for me when it comes to something like that, ah, I should be able to do it too. And that's why... When I said what I said about going to New Zealand and jumping off, um, stepping off the building, I ready, I ready because I'm in that safe space there where I know that my mana, the mana that transfers between the two of us, it's safe. It's in a haven. I'm able to jump the building as scared shitless as I know I'm going to be because I ain't going to look down at first. 
I'm gonna enjoy the height. I'm gonna enjoy the drop as I'm going down. But you know that taking that first step, I know I'm gonna be okay because you're gonna be there. You know what I mean? So influencer, yes. In that sense, you are very much that for me. Wanting to own my own business, uh, wanting to do better for myself and my family. Those are things that I find and I look at to you for for inspiration. It's it's really about inspiration. I don't want to be you, but I want to be like you. <laughs> so yeah, those are my thoughts randomly. Color my. <laughs> well, okay. Let's look at influence as an action. Okay. Okay. So let's think about this, right? So if the question was, are we easily influenced, or are we can do we influence easily? I for myself both but it really depends right because I still know who I am you can't easily influence me you could easily talk to me about something whether you're trying to sell it hard or not and if I just find it appealing I'm gonna do it if I don't find it appealing I have no issues not doing it that's one way and then we talked about the engagement was the difference between the action of influencing as manipulation versus inspiration And I think you kind of touched upon the inspirational part, right? Because it wasn't me going, Kulani, you need to jump off the building. If you jump off the building, you're going to be a great person. And, you know, you're going to come overcome your fears. And that's just how it is. Versus I have fears. I'm going to jump. You don't have to. But bye, you know, kind of thing. And then doing (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I eat my words. That would, and I think when we look outwardly to others, like the influencers, they're creating inspiration. They're creating okay, yes. uh, spaces in which we want to be a part of or have a part of in our life. Now, there is a balance. There is always a balance because that's their job is right. to be an influencer to get you to do whatever it is that they have because they get paid for it. So that's intentionally their job, number one. Number two, and that can be very sketchy. So for all you younger generation, the younger generation, please be very, very wary of that and conscious because before you know it, you'll be broke and then you have nothing to show for it. I've been there. I've done that. Don't do it. The other one too is the manipulation part. Okay. This is a really interesting one to me because I want us both to think back at a time that we manipulated in a situation to influence somebody to do something for us. Because most times manipulation is not about the other person. Majority of the time, the manipulation is mainly for our own gain. Okay. So, um, but that's not always true. Manipulation can be a good, a positive thing, but we're not going to get into that right now. In this okay. instance, I'm going to talk about this because we've been seeing this online a lot. Ho'oponopono, ho'oponopono, ho'oponopono means I love you. Okay, I'm going to stop. Mahalo. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. So is that type of influence for mental and, and, <clears throat> and emotional well-being or physical well-being, is that a sort of influence of inspiration and healing or is that a sense of manipulation somebody got paid to teach that 
that song, that methodology to hundreds, guys, thousands of people who are into this very esoteric type of healing. And they were manipulated to believe that that is a part of our culture, which it is not. I mean, it's really deeper than that. And we're not going to go too deep into that because it's, it's, a, it's long. What I'm saying is that's a great example of manipulation yeah. that comes in the for, form of love and light. Yeah. Everything's beautiful. My life is good. Your life is going to be good. They had to take it from somebody. They had to disrespect somebody for it. And they're feeding you bullshit because they don't even know the depths of what that practice is. But yet, they got them, love and light. So I'm going to love and light you and we're all healthy and everything's beautiful. So that's that's the subject for today. Like, what are you? what's your thoughts on that? As far as manipulation and inspiration and the usage of influence. So when I first watched that video, let's go right back to that manipulative, that manipulative uh, source. At first I was like, wait, is this a joke? Like, I thought it was a prank. Somebody was pranking us because I had seen one prior where these two girls were at Kakako Park and they weren't from Hawaii, but they were here in Hawaii on Oahu and they were trying to dance Tahitian and then they twerked at the end. And people were like, you know, why are you doing that? That's not the culture, da, da, da. But I had to remember with that first video and with this video now that, you know, Hawaii has been misappropriated everywhere in the world. Some people don't even know where Hawaii is. I've met people from around the world who are like, oh, do you need a passport to come to Hawaii? Yes, you need a, you know, I'm I'm being an asshole, but I'm like, yes, you need a passport. Make sure it's up to date, but you really need to know when you're leaving. You have to have a, a, like a departure date. I think those, and I feel really bad for those Wahine that were misled, that were, that were manipulated because they are now at the brunt of this this stuff that they're gonna. Do you feel sorry for them? I don't. I mean, initially, well, this is me initially when I first watched the video. Oh, I initially felt sorry because I was like, "Bro, these guys are gonna catch cracks. Like, this is crazy." And then we had we had Kanaka jump up. I want to say it was on 808 viral. We had two Kane go and create their own, <laughs> and you know, if a Kanaka is doing it, Kanaka can crack up because we know that they, you know, they're messing around about it, and we all know the impact that it it provides, right? It's, well, I think the the best part of that was they were teasing them. It was done. You cannot hurt us anymore. Yeah. Let me just show you what you look like. <laughs> yeah, with the Ross bag that went rip on him. Uh, yeah, it was my kailua. In it, like I said, initially when I first saw the BQ, I was like, mm, you guys don't catch cracks. And I, I was feeling bad because they was gonna they were gonna get it. Not feeling bad because they did the bullshit. Because if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, stop doing it. Don't be videotaping and putting them out there for everybody to see. Because the people that you trying to pretend you are will come back and kick you in your ass. So, you know, that is automatic. And then, like you, I was like, who the hell would teach these people this shit? Because that person needs to get putties. How can you consciously go through life teaching bullshit and feeding it out like that? And you know that's monetarily. They they got paid to to learn that mele, that ano e mele. They paid to learn that freaking melody. And I was like, man, there's so much more melody you could learn. I would show you the beauty of Hawaii, but. That's the thing. It was really interesting to watch the video because she, they were doing Ho'oponopono as Hawaiian language, which is also a Hawaiian healing practice. They yeah. were using a Native Hawaiian, a Native American drum. Drum. They had a Hindu 
um, marking the bindi. The, the bindi. bindi. Yeah. See, I'm not versed in that, but they had another culture's, um, uh, uh, you know, regalia upon them as well, and it was a mismatch of everything. And they, and just because we call it <clears throat> age healing, doesn't mean it's okay because you had to have taken that. So this is what we we forget is that while you're in your good intentions are for yourself, for your well-being, I have good intentions, I only do it with love and compassion. You really don't recognize that you're stealing, you're misappropriating, you're taking from somebody else's culture so you can feel better about yourself. I think it's funny in a way, ha-ha funny and mentally funny because I have to deal with that. I have to deal, I had to deal with my Hanai kid's mom you know, mandalas, um, elixirs, potions, Hawaiian la'au, la'pa'au, crystals, la, la, la. like everything. They're, they're all, um, and prayer flags. Like there's all these mixed match of cultures. Not one of them is she. Not one. Right? Leave it alone, girl. But she's a, alone. She's, a, she's a healer. No. She's a healer. But here's, here's the point where stupid Hawaiians. And she's a Lomi practitioner. Stupid Hawaiians go to her. But then there's a little extra. Because they're happy. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> they really pretty, pretty much they're really taking from her and then she recognizes. But, you know, whatever. That's a whole nother story. So let's go back to the idea of misappropriation. Yeah. Yeah. And healers in general really need to do our homework. Really need to do our yeah. homework. Yeah. We know as Kanaka that we were raised in a space that our cultural identity is key to life. It's who we are. It's it's what we are born and bred with. It's within our DNA. We know that our kupuna, our ancestors, they had oihana. They had jobs specific to their ohana, caretakers of bones, the people who would make all of the clothing. You had kane and wahine that both did the fishing. You had them that did the, the mahi, the farmers. They had a specific job, a specific oihana, and it was carried through or passed down through the generations, and including lomi lomi, la'au la'pa'au, the use of both to work together to malama a person's kino. So we know this is uh, us as a culturally uh, correct peoples. We malama these things. When we see stuff like that, we that's why we get angry. It's like, listen, you're trying to fuck with stuff that's been generationally passed down multiple generations before us standing here today in 2021. Like, so there's different values in today right today's value is money in the past we didn't have money our value was in the core or like you know the coal bowl that we made or the uh, bartering the amount of time that it took to make these things so we had different values although ideally they're kind of the the same right because it's an exchange so i think today these people who practice and they paid to learn these things in, in essence feels there's ownership so there's a difference between that cultural side and the western side is that uh you pay for things you own it and ours we don't even have a choice it is handed down to us from generation to generation this person yeah. says well i did it for for 10 years they could even tell you, I did it for 20 years. I did it for 30 years. Well, honey, we've done it for seven generations. 
I sacrificed my life and my time to do this. I, I couldn't take care of my kids. I could, I'm just coming up with stuff like the worst kids. Couldn't take care of my kids. Yeah. I lost my job because I wanted to be a healer and all these beautiful things. Well, we, we lost blood. We lost people with no choice. We've lost our land. We've lost our resources. So it's like, we can, you want to go tit for tat. We can go tit for tat. Yeah. It still does not validate. It does not. And all I can do is in, the only solution I can give is learn who you are. Yeah. You are Mo'oku'ahu. And I've taught this in Australia when I used to go down there and they don't like me come down because <laughs> but I don't care. I'm friends with a lot of them, but it's funny. Know who you are. You want to be a lomi lomi person? Maybe in your genealogy, five generations prior to you, your tutu was an actual Lomi practitioner, but in Italy. And they called it this. They use these medicines. You know this in you because you're naturally a Lomi person. It's because it's not because you're Hawaiian. No. By Aloha. It's because somebody in your family did it. Go find them. Yeah. You you see, that's the solution I can give. That's the only solution I can give. Yeah. We also have exceptions now too, right, T? Because our kupuna practiced Hanai. So we have some who may not have the koko Hawaii, but they were raised in those ways so much so that they are Hawaii. They are Hawaii. And those are the ones who come, they don't, they don't come like that. They come with you, I mean, all the way down, kneeled, bent, sacrificial lambs, their makokau to be it. Because they know the, the potency of the knowledge that they carry. You know, maybe one of our tutu weren't able to have children and she was the la'au lapa'au person. And as a result, she went hanai, this boy who never had makua, parents, taught him everything she knew so that it would be carried on and not lost. That's an exception. And that person knows it too. And they know that they have twice the amount of burden on their shoulder because one, they're not koko. But two, they were hanai and they have all of this ike you know absolutely so, yeah. I, I will agree and we have great examples of that in Hawaii but those are those are that's not you don't go find that online and you buy it and you never no. ask right yeah. it's, it's almost usually it's it starts at a very young age most times so yeah I just feel like this amazing how we're lost I say we yeah inclusive of them <laughs> yeah I say we because a lot of the times we are not as grounded as we may think we are. We may not know exactly who we are at this moment in time. We are still discovering ourselves. And I say that because we're always evolving. Instead of going out and looking for yourself, I'm going to sit back and stop and look in, into myself. So, you know, trust your na'al, Kako. Trust your na'al. And I like to say that we are influenced by our kupuna. They are our influence. We strive to be like them. We want to value and hold value to the things that they held value to. That is what makes a person inspired, is learning about your kupuna. My grandmother, my father's mom, was a lomi lomi person in her younger years. And then she also taught hula. So I love to mahalo her for that because I have the joy of dancing and music and mele and and. As a child, I used to have to lobby my parents. I didn't know what I was doing, but my hands would just go where they were going. 
and my parents were satisfied. So I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't learn until later on when I was doing genealogy about my grandma. So, you know, that's inspiration for me. Um, definitely that. Bottom line, don't go outwards, go inwards. As simple as that. You'll find what you need to find. And stop searching for healing. Start dealing with your shit. Y'all need ho'a mana, people. Y'all need ho'a mana. Yeah. Learn it. Honestly, learn it. How, how, how long are we going to heal before we can just live a good life? Right? How, how, <laughs> how long? I got to heal till I can just live and not worry about shit. Stop being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Enough is enough. Uh, then you're not going to get sold on bullshit like that and then go promote it. And then you go sell that same and perpetuate it. Yeah. Don't be that asshole. Oh, means I love you. Please forgive me. <laughs> Anyways, before we go into a rabbit hole of just making any kind, because, you know, we can do that sometimes. Thank you again uh, for sharing your thoughts on influence as manipulation and influence as inspiration. And I think both of us were at an age where we're not easily influenced. In fact, we're more stubborn now. I don't think we influence others. I think you and I get to a point where like, oh, you don't want to go? Fine, I'm going. I don't need to influence you. <laughs> meet you at the I mean, car. Yeah, I'm going. You either meet me there or not. I'm out. I think we're at that age. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Wish I was here a lot a lot younger, you know, when I was in my, t- my 30s. But all good. We're here now. So I encourage you folks to go through that as well. So don't. No need to manipulate. Those who want to be with you will be with you. And those who don't, won't. Easy enough. (laughs) All right, sis. It was great talking to you. Another great uh, Mana Bomb podcast. So signing off from the islands of Molokai, it's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And so excited to talk to all of you each and every time we drop a Mana Bomb from Oahune. It's your girl. Mahalo Kako for joining us today. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram at Manabombs LLC, at Pomahina Designs, and at Kulans.manabombs. Ahui ho!